You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Hello, welcome to Changing Lives. We are changing lives with the Word of God, and we are here for yet another episode. And once again, I'm excited. I get excited about God's Word, and I get excited about lives being changed, and certainly You know, putting those two combinations together, you can't lose with changing lives. Amen. And so uh, we're going to get into another episode where we're talking about the mind. And in particular, we're going to bring in the aspect more in depth dealing with relationships. On our last podcast, we had two special guests and we have them back again. And we're going to be going in depth with talking about um, relationships and and just giving you some some spiritual truths and some nuggets that's going to help to empower you to navigate through the season in our lives where we're dealing with things that we've never dealt with with before. You know, I talked about how in the last couple of weeks <clears throat> we've been dealing with a shift in our households where um, <clears throat> many of us are at home where we're working outside of our homes. Um, some of us are homeschooling. Well, let me tell you this, you know, um, I have my youngest one, she's 11 years old. And I thought about homeschooling here and there. And no sooner than I thought about it, I got rid of the thought. Cause I was like, no, that's not for me. And isn't it something <laughs> how comical it is that God has me actually working and homeschooling her, but Hey, I'm ready for this. I'm equal to it. And God is empowering me to do this thing. And I have to say that God has been faithful. And so it started out a little shaky, I must say, at the beginning, the first week. But now we kind of got our groove and um, we, we've uh, put some things into place to help us to succeed in this thing. And I'm, I'm just going to allow God to do what he wants to do in this process. But nonetheless, you may be one of those moms or dads or moms and dad to working together that's a homeschooler. And um and, and so this is going to uh, encourage you and, and empower you even more. Um, and, and some of you, you, you're working out there in the environment where you're dealing with uh, the concerns of uh, the virus. And um, you may be a frontliner on the, in the medical field. And uh, I, I don't care where you are. I, I just want to encourage you that you can get through this, that you've got what it takes. Keep your eyes stayed on the Lord. Keep it focused on him. He's going to show you. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. And certainly he's protecting you from all hurt and all danger. Trust that. You know, our man of God ministered uh, just a couple, just a night, uh, about a, a couple of nights ago, dealing with um, um, uh, focusing it on the goodness of God and, and his greatness. And, and one of the ways that you recognize this and everything else has been blown up. You know, I mean, you you cannot go anywhere where you don't hear anything about the coronavirus, COVID-19. I mean, literally, you cannot, you know. And so, but I know a presence. I know an existence who is God, my maker, my creator, who is certainly bigger than this virus. And so, you know, one of the key things that he shared, our bishop shared with us is that from out of Hebrews eleven six, that we must believe that he is, you know, we always go to the end part of that particular um, verse where it says that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek 
him. You know, but let's not go too fast to the end of it. Let's stay right there that we must believe that he is. He is what? He is the great I am. He is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning, the end, the end, the almighty God. Nothing is impossible through him. So you got to get that settled in your spirit that God is whatever you need him to be in this season. And so as we get into the podcast, once again, I welcome um, Minister Pranity Battle. She's got her mind made up. Hallelujah. And um, we thank God for Coach Giles. I said earlier that we, um, I know him as Coach Giles. I never knew he had a first name, but I think you do, right? And, <laughs> and so, uh, but nonetheless, we thank God for you both being here on the podcast. And um, I'm excited. I'm just excited about the truth that we're going to share, um, in particular, as we focus in on relationships. Um, and certainly the dynamics of relationships have uh, the weight of um, the responsibility of various relationships has really uh, increased, you know, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a heavy weight, you know, because in God's word, he talks about how his yoke is easy and his burden is light, you know, and so as we do this thing in God, we can navigate through this thing and do it yes. victorious and with a smile on our face and with joy in our hearts, uh, yes. not, you know, uh, you know, not, not, not facing, not like we're not facing reality. We are facing reality. And our reality is that we can do this um, with a grace because of Jesus Christ on the inside of us. And so, you know, We've been talking in uh, many of our podcasts about the disciplines of a godly family. And when you look at relationships, you, you're, de you're dealing with the relationship of a husband and wife, married couple. You're dealing with the relationship of a father, of a mother, of a son, a daughter, you know, um, children in that household. Those are all relationships that are the dynamics of a family. And, and so now that, w that we have all these things in the mix and, you know, in this day and age, it's, it's, it's something because I just reflect on some of the messages that I've ministered, you know, about how it just really gripped me as far as seeing the plight of the family structure and where it has gone uh, in, yeah. in this time. And, you know, I, I don't know all the you know, why God this, why that God, you know, allowed this, or I, I don't, I'm not going to philosophize about what's going on in this present time. But one thing I do know in my spirit that God works all things out together for the good. And how, how can God take something that's going in a direction that tears the family apart, that, um, that puts the family on the back burner and not as a priority, which we know in his word that family is so important. Relationships are so important. That's what our whole foundation is built on, our relationship with God, our relationship with each other, our brothers and sisters in Christ, our relationship in the family structure. How, how awesome it is that God can take something as crazy as what's going on in this world and give us an opportunity to get this thing in the right order as far as family is concerned, you know, um, where we're in this state where we're in the household now and we have certain restrictions and certain things going on where we're stuck in the same household and now we have to interact with one another. Mm -hmm. We have to 
probably sit down and finally have a dinner together. You know, we're certainly, what else do you have to do unless you're sitting in front of the TV and vegetating out on the TV or with video games or with your smartphone, you know, we have an awesome opportunity to get this thing right called family, called relationships, you know? And, um, and I just want to make sure that as, you know, we're doing this podcast that we're providing an opportunity and tools to get it right. Amen. To, to, to be able to, to reboot, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, to step into our re, what, what is your re, what, what is God going to reset? What is God going to rebuild, uh, in our lives, in our relationships, restore, uh, um, resurrection <laughs> re is in there, you know, um, what is he going to reassure, <laughs> you know, um, but there's certainly, uh, uh, the right time to do that, you know? And so as we get into talking about relationships, um, uh, minister Pranity, I know in our previous podcast, we talked about some various, um, tips on how do we get our minds strong, um, and but we want to have it where we can s- use those tips to go even deeper and see what does that look like um, as it deals as it deals with relationships, you know. And so there were like three points that you talked about. Um, help us to see how those three points can really be um, uh, pl- put into play as it relates to how we're interacting with one another um, and relating to one another. Um, share with us a little bit. So thank you, co-pastor. So there were three things I talked about, your words, your actions, and your efforts. Yes. And how those come into play on a day-to-day basis. Um, and now we want to make sure we focus in how they can relate to the relationships in our house. Yes. And I would just tell you, even for me, the dynamics uh, has cha- have changed in my house. Mm-hmm. My husband works seven on and seven off now. Mm-hmm. Um, so those seven days that he's here, some adjustments have to be made. And then those seven days that he's not here, some adjustments still have to be made. So with my words, what am I saying when he's here or not here? Yeah. You know, um, I, I do like my alone time. I do like my space. So am I saying, you're getting on my nerves. I need you to leave me alone. <laughs> or am I saying, babe, can you give me a minute? Yeah. I just need a few minutes. Yeah. You know, what, what, what is my, what am I, what is my body language, my actions toward him saying, what, what, how am I interacting with him? You know, if he wants a hug, am I pulling back? Am I, you know, being cold? Am I being stiff or my efforts toward him? Am I still nurturing and caring and honoring him as his wife and my actions now that the dynamics in our house have changed? Or am I just like just kind of going with the flow? Am I still putting forth the same effort that I did when we were in our courtship, you know, or, you know, in our pre premarital when we first got married? Am I still engaging in, in those ways with him. Yeah. And so just being able to be mindful of those three areas specifically yeah. for me, my words, my actions, and my effort. Am I honoring God by honoring my husband? Right. You know, am, am I being that wife? Am, am my words lining up with what I say? Mm-hmm. Am I, you know, Proverbs 31 woman is not just, you know, any particular woman. Am I, can my husband still trust me? Right, right. Yeah. And just being mindful of all of those things and not just physically, but mentally, internally. What am I saying internally? I don't want to just go through the motions right. just to go through the motions. But what, what's going on internally, locating myself internally, because regardless whether we, whether we know it or not, 
if we're thinking a certain way, our actions are going to depict what we're thinking, even though we don't think they are. Right. No, my actions and my words and my efforts all need to still line up each and every day. And I need to walk it out each and every day. And there can be a whole lot of things that's going on in our minds. And it may not have anything to do with our spouse or our Mm -hmm. children or whoever may be in the household. But, you know, like you said, your actions will, will speak louder than your words, you know, and so it gives away you you may be under a lot of pressure. You may be trying to process what's going on now. And and sometimes we, you know, when you're trying to process things or you're trying to handle certain things, you know, I know for me I had to catch myself, you know, <laughs> interacting with Bishop, interacting with with my daughter. Um, you know, um, okay, don't get short, you know, mm-hmm. just because there's a lot of things that you're trying to work through and navigate. Don't mean you can be mean and nasty, you know, to those who are around you, you know, and, and it's real. I mean, we're real, you know, we, we, we're yeah. trying to process this thing, but it doesn't ex- give us an excuse. It may be excuse. a reason, you know, that we, we may feel certain things. We may feel like, okay, I can't, you know, I can't have you coming at me with this, you know, right now I'm trying to handle, you know, but, but certainly it's not an excuse. Why? Because the word of God gives us that way of escape to escape you know, the pressures of being short with one another, being, you know, angry, being, you know, um, a certain way with one another. And, I, you know, and, and it's known that, you know, when, you know, with our family, we can, we can be, you know, a little less um, on our guard to, to watch what comes out of our mouths, to watch how we're treating one another when it comes to family, because we're so familiar you know, mm-hmm. with, with each other, you know, but it's not fair, you know, that uh, we each have to take the responsibility of h- how we govern ourselves, how we're interacting with one another and, uh, and to recognize that everybody's trying to process this thing and everybody processes, processes this in a different way. Um, and so we want to be someone that is an asset to uh, whether it be our husband or wife, you know, our children, we want to be someone that's going to help, you know, to bring peace, to bring joy, to bring assurance, to, you know, to bring that calmness um, that we all need anyway, you know? And so, um, so, so, so it's so good where you talk about watching what, what you say, you know, mm-hmm. um, and certainly, you know, also the actions, because sometimes you may not say something, but your body language speaks volumes, you know, and um, I mean, we do certain things, you know, um, and it's good that you talked about like a hug, you know, because for me, I want more hugs than I usually get, you know, so I'll nudge up to Bishop, you know, and <laughs> get my hug, <laughs> you know, and so, and it's okay for that, you know, because that's what we're here for one another. You know, we're not the all in all because God is our all in all, but certainly we're important to one another. Why would he have us as a family unit? So we bring these things to each other. And so, so it's, it's, I think we need to ask God to help us to, to be uh, more sensitive to it, not sensitive as in on the edge, but sensitive as in in tune. I guess that's a better word to say, in tune to what's going on with each other, you know, Um, and and not be so consumed with, oh, this is what's going on in my world. This is how I feel, you know, And, and it's proven that when you begin to look out for others, God's gonna take care of you, you know, it helps you to get your mind off what you're going on. 
what's going on inside of you. And I think that's mm-hmm. important. You know, and so even um, Coach Giles, as, you know, uh, Minister Pranity ministered, you know, from her perspective and from your perspective of man, share with us, you know, how does that look, you know, from someone who may be the head of a household? Um, mm-hmm. or maybe you're not a head of the household. Maybe you're in the household and, you know, you're not you're not necessarily, you know, um, a owner of the household, but you're living in the household for whatever the dynamics may be, right. you know, or it could be that you're in your, even in your own home, you know, um, and you may not, you may be a, a single male, you know, speak right. to us as far as that perspective of, 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 of dealing with, you know. Um, I, I think Copasso that when you as a man, um, what I've learned um, from my perspective is, is that, I have to walk in who God has created me to be. Mm-hmm. You know, scripture tells me that I was fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. So if I understand that, then I have to have that boldness and that courage to walk it out no matter what the situation is. Yes. So I, I kind of like, yes, I set the temperature in my home, but I also allowed my wife to adjust the thermostat. That's good. So, That's so good. I like that. I'm, <laughs> if I'm doing that, that 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 makes my children, my youngest two, that to see, hey, mom and dad, they, they have a cohesiveness. Yes, they're working that, that 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 it's like it remind it, it always reminds me. We always talk about the message that you and Bishop did back to back. What what I miss, she catch. Yes, and what she missed, I catch. And so we kind of like use that in our everyday life. And I had to get out of that mindset that. Oh, I'm the man. I got it. No. Bishop said, sometimes the Lord will give it to the spouse before he give it to you. Amen. And because, you know, you grow up in such a, a era to learn that it's, you can't cry as a man. Right. You know, you're not a man if you cry. Mm-hmm. But see, I'm the ninth of 10 kids. So I had to understand that toughness, yeah. playing sports, getting hurt. You got to get up. You can't come home crying. You right. know what I mean? So. I kind of like that kind of it, it over the years it helped me, but then it, it has some 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 backlash to it as well. Right. Because I, I wasn't able to let it go and talk about when I was hurting. And so when I when I was finally being fathered by a man of God, I started to realize that hey, it's okay to go through some things. It's okay. I wonder how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego felt when they were thrown in the pit, you know? And so it's like God is always there, but who are you putting your dependency on? Is it man or God? And so I had to shift in my thinking and thinking that, okay, I'm not putting trust in man. My trust goes in God. And sometimes as a man, once you get out of the bravado, I have to do it my way. I have to, it gotta be me, 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 me. I believe that you'll come to a realization it's about us. Yes. It's about team. It's about, you know, I use the acronym together, everyone achieves more. So it's, it's like, that's what that's we good. do as a family. My daughter may have something, hey dad, listen to this praise and worship song. I think this will bless you. You know, my son, both of them college students, so they got different perspectives of what they bring to the table. And so me and my wife, we don't just shut them out. We we embrace it and we talk about it. And I think that's the one thing that helps us and it helps me as a man that I'm able to talk with my spouse, 
my children, and then just to laugh. And, and yeah. you know, like you said, I nudge up on her, you know, hey, what, what's up? <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. keep that vibe going through times like this. We're, we're, we're not blinded by what's going on because we know something is going on. But as a man, you still got to walk it out and say, hey, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a grandfather. I had my grandson this weekend, and it blessed me that we just laughed and rolled on the floor. And, and it's like my wife sitting there, she laughing too because it's my first grandson. So, you know, I'm like, okay, God, now I have to impart what's being imparted into me and transferring that to his dad, my son, and to my grandson. So from the male's perspective, you got to find the happiness and the laughter in everything that you do. Yeah. And co-pastor, that's what I believe that we need to do as men. Find more things that you can find the good about. Let your wife object if it's too hot sometimes. Hey, baby, can you cut it down a little bit? It's okay, yeah. you know? And so we, we use that as, a, as men to say, hey, we got to keep moving forward. Yeah, that's good. I love that about that thermostat and giving her an opportunity to adjust it a little bit. So that that's teamwork. That's working together. Yes. And that's powerful. We, we need each other. And if we can't depend on each other now, who else? Where are we going to go? You know, and so I think that is is, is, is awesome uh, what you shared. You know, in Second Corinthians 2, 11, it talks about lest Satan should get an advantage of us. We are not ignorant of his devices. And I think it's key, you know, we're talking and and I believe that, you know, all of us here on, you know, online, we have some very strong uh, marriages, strong family structure, you know, um, but, you know, I know that, you know, we live in a, a world where everything is not, you know, perfect, you know, and I'm not saying that we're perfect. Certainly, I know I'm not. And I know you both can say f- for yourselves that you're not perfect. We certainly are in a state of being perfected, which means that, you know, uh, when there's things that aren't quite where they need to be in our lives, things that may even be wrong and may, and areas where they may even be sin, that we're in tune enough to God to allow him to convict us in those areas and to allow him to change those things in our lives. And that's the process of being perfected. And I say to you, you know, who may be listening, uh, you you may be listening in like, you know, well, I, I certainly don't have that going on in my household. I'm saying don't, don't lose heart because that's why we're here. We're here to allow the word of God to be released in such a way where it will change your life. And um, so you may be in a situation where you may be looking at your family structure. You may be thinking, uh, I don't know if I can do this because our family is quite dysfunctional. You know, and I mentioned it earlier podcast. I don't like that word dysfunction, but it does, you know, it's a reality to some where that you may not have that relationship in your household where the husband and the wife that you're able to to communicate with one another and to share with one another and to interact with one another and to encourage one another. Or you may not be able to talk with your children. You know, they may be in one corner of the house with their rooms in their room with the door shut. And you may be on the other end and, 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 and it may be that you walking on eggshells to try to even, you know, navigate through your household. And I want you to know 
you know, be encouraged because, you know, you're the one that's listening to the word. And if you receive this word and receive these instructions in your heart and you get before God and allow him to download to you and tell you what to do with what you received during this podcast, I guarantee you God's going to lead you and he's going to guide you and, and, and show you what to do. And, 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 and it's going to be, it's going to be a process, but if you're willing to allow him to help you through this process, I promise you, God can work all things out together for the good and it can be better, you know? And so, so we're looking at the devices of the enemy, you know? And so as we are all on, um, you know, in this thing where, um, we, we have to interact or if not, you're, you're, you're isolated in your room. You know, certainly we know that the enemy is waiting to crouch upon us and make already what's, what is, what can be, I say, what can be a mm-hmm. stressful situation, what can be a situation where you're full of worry, full of doubt, full of uncertainty, make it worse. And we're not going to give the enemy place. The word, you know, the word says, don't be ignorant of his device. The word of God tells us, don't give the enemy place. Another scripture talks about resisting the enemy and he's going to flee. So I provoke you as you're listening to resist the enemy. Um, you know, when you recognize the devices, the things that he's doing, you got to resist him. And so, but I certainly want to make you aware of some of his devices so that you won't fall prey to it. Amen. And so, you know, as, as you're working amongst each other, there are certainly, you know, some, you may be dealing with differences and personalities and opinions. I mean, I know, you know, growing up in my household with being the youngest, you know, there was a whole lot of opinions going on. There was a lot of personality, you know, coach Giles, you talk about how you were one of nine, you know, minister Prentice, I think you were only child. You know, yeah. and so, um, you know, I don't know, you know, if that was good or bad, but, you know, <laughs> it was, I think it was good, you know, but still you, you're dealing with a lot of personalities. And when you're dealing with people going in their different directions and now they're coming back into this space, you know, called your home, there's a lot of beliefs, uh, you know, a lot of different things that you're having to really work with, you know, and so there may be some things that may trigger some things with you, you know, you may have to deal with the stress of, you know, working with your kids, or if you're working with the kids that, you know, may, um, you may have to help them step through the lessons that they're doing in school a little bit more. Um, you may be trying to, you know, work, you know, on, you know, in your household, you know, doing the job that you would normally do you know, in another building. And I was talking to one young lady. She was saying, really, what I'm doing now is the work of more than what I was doing when I was actually working, because some people are not able to do the work that they were doing in the building. So she's having to do even more work. So she's just as busy, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there's all kinds of different dynamics and it can cause things to trigger, you know? Um, You know, and so, you know, sometimes we may 
you know, look for a way out, you know, look for right. something that would help to ease and calm, you know, um, what we're going through. And so some people look to alcohol, some people look to drugs, some people look to sex, some people look to, you know, um, pornography, some people look to, you know, binging out on video games and and, uh, and, and watching TV. And certainly we know, okay, we, we were having to rely on technology a lot more than what we ever thought we would have to, you know, and certainly, you know, um, you know, it, it can, it's a good thing, but then the enemy, as the word says, can have devices that can lure us in. And then we miss the whole opportunity to, uh, to, to, to build relationships or to encourage one another in our families. And, um, you know, so, so coach Giles, you know, as, as a male figure, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Why don't you speak to some of the devices that we need to be aware, whether it's male or female, um, as far as that the enemy can throw our way during this time? You know, um, go ahead. Um, I think I think co-pastor that one thing is paying attention to a lot of negativity, who you listen to, what yeah. you're watching. Yeah. Um, because now we're being isolated to where that we have to be conformed to the world. Mm-hmm. That's what the world and the Bible tells us in Romans to be not conformed to the world. Right. So right. for you that read, you have to renew your mind against what, what the world is telling you that you need to do. Yes. So the one thing that I'm mindful of is that making sure that I continually have my quiet time. Um, yes. I make sure that that's, I never leave the house without getting on my knees, reverencing who God is. Yes. That way, I won't be provoked to go in a different direction. If he's ordering my step, I know I'm headed in the right place. Yes. So you have to be mindful of the traps that's set out there. Like Bishop said, we, we recognize what Scripture says, but we re- do we really pay attention to what is speaking to us? Mm-hmm. And so death and life is in the power of the tongue. So if you're listening to what someone else is saying, whether it's your family member, Somebody who's not walking. See, I had to learn to um, alienate myself. It may seem weird, but I'm just being honest about people that's not connected to what I'm connected to. If you're not getting fed, see, God's not going to feed you the same manner over the same way. He's going to give it to you differently. Right. See, Bishop giving us different manner than what most people are getting. So I have to be mindful and transfer that to those who really want it. So and I thank God that I'm connected to men of God and to my wife who's connected to a woman of God, mm-hmm. that we have examples in front of us. So you can't get out here and say, oh, I didn't know. Oh, you know. Right. But do you choose to make that decision? So it's, it's a quote that I, I think that we built our program on. Opportunities of a lifetime must be seized in a lifetime of the opportunity. Right. So in this opportunity, in this lifetime, what can we see as men? Yes. Well, we see the opportunity to build our foundation. We don't want our foundation to be like that house built on sand. Right. We, want, we want it to be grounded and rooted in the word of God. It's something that I share with most men. It, I don't want to be a mentor. I want to be a model. Come on uh, now. So All right. You know, yes. I look at when I come through the doors and say changing life with the word of God. Every Sunday and Wednesday, my eyes are focused on that. It's not a week to go by that I don't. Because men seem to think that it's about the, the natural stuff. Well, 
Now you can't go out here and go shopping. You what, what you gonna we do now? <laughs> you know, yeah, right, yeah. So I, I I I would encourage men to reach out to somebody that you know. They're good men out here. They're good men of God who really care about you. We have a call on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can plug into that. Yes. You can get on the overcomers call. You can you can talk about things. Things are coming across those lines as help propelling men to different areas to take you away from that negativity. Yes. To start your day off at six thirty in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, then you're lining up with what the man of God is saying to us. We have to be fortified and strong. We can't be no chumps. When it comes down to what we going through, yes. and I'm one of I, you, you, you can't be around me if you're scared. So because if you're scared, you're gonna fall for anything, yeah. and I don't want another man to fall. And then I feel that I have a responsibility as a leader to say I wasn't there for him. Yeah. So we just have to be mindful of what we do, who we talk to, not getting consumed with social media, the news, our cell phones. Um, and, and, and one thing, co-pastor, that I do believe, we have to increase with worship. Um, I think worship will, 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 will take you away from everything else that's going on mm -hmm. um, because we were created to worship. Yes. And so as, as you being a worshiper, we piggyback off of that every day in our household. And, and I'm as a man, I love to worship. So, Lord, I, you know, I, I, I think that that's one of the things that's helping me. And I would encourage more men. To, to take that time to worship a little bit more and to go back and listen to the man of God, listen to Apostle Thomas, yes. listen to some of these messages that, that's coming forth that will help us and help our families to learn that when this thing is over with, most people will be like, hey, what happened to them? No, <laughs> we were never fearful. Right. So that, that's what I would encourage men to do. Yes, that's mm -hmm. awesome. That's awesome. And so, you know, um, Oh my goodness. So you, you, you gotta be encouraged by that word, you know. And so uh he just laid out some things that will empower you to not fall prey to the enemy's devices. And um I love it. I love it. And so, you know, so so you don't have to fall prey to, you know, if you take these things, the quiet time, getting on the um the 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 overcomers call, you know, like I said, worship, all these different things that Coach Giles talked about, then you won't find yourself slipping away into those secret places where you're hiding and you're finding another way to, to get your peace. You know, it may seem like uh, you're getting peace, um, but the enemy is is slowly trying to pull you away and he'll tempt you with different things. And so, but if you're doing those things that, that Coach Giles is talking about, you will set yourself up for success. And so I would say, you know, just follow along those lines. Amen. Um, Amen. You know, as we look at, you know, things that we can do, you know, when we're uh, working together, we, uh, communication was a big thing that came up. Um, it's easy for us, as we say, you know, like I said, we don't have per perfect, um, you know, households or perfect marriages, but we have perfected marriages. So it's a little easier for us to communicate, you know, with one another, um, but some, for some, it may not be easy, you know, they may be at that state, you know, and so, so, you know, I want to make sure that we're able to give people, um, some, some, some information to know what to do. You know, one of the things you talked about coach was the overcomers call talking to another man, overseer, and there may be some other people too, who, 
um, you know, just individually, they're dealing with um, just trying to cope and 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 they're hearing the word and some are, are, are stronger than others, you know, and so we're going to bear the infirmities of the week and we're going to encourage mm-hmm. you. And I want to give uh, Minister Pranity an opportunity to, to give you some practical things um, that you can do when you when you need the help that you need, you know, and um, so go ahead and share, Minister Pranity. Um, so there's a couple of things that we, you know, singles and married people can do. You know, um, I, I will just give a, a brief testimony that the overcomers call. My husband gets on the, the overcomer call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and before he goes to work. So that's what he does. He has to be to work at seven, so he gets on that. And I just seen a change in him. So as a wife, I can encourage my husband. Right. You know, I need to be his loudest cheerleader. You know, before he leaves out and go on the other side of that door, because yes. I'm sure some woman would be more than happy to encourage my husband. All right. But no, no, my voice is going to be the one that he hears the loudest over everything. And that's something that as a wife, we can do. Right. Um, Coach also mentioned laughing together. We can laugh together. Just fine. We have movies that we quote. And when I say we quote, we quote the movies. And it's the hilarious parts in the movie. And we laugh like it's the first time we've ever seen that part of the movie and those inside married things that we have. Mm-hmm. But if you're a single, you have, we, we um, iron sharpens iron. Cause when I came to Mount Gilead, I was a single woman, but it's so many strong women, um, single and married women in Mount Gilead. You know, I know a lot of times people always look at the married women. No, we got some, some powerhouse single women up in Mount Gilead yes. and you can reach out to them, reach out to them. We, we have group me, we have um, text messages, we have, um, we can de- um, direct message each other on social media. If you don't know their number, direct message them on social media. Yeah. You know, reach out to someone that you that you know is strong that you can help. Just have some girlfriend time just to sit down and talk. Journal. That's another way. Just have an yeah. outlet of just getting it out, just getting it out on paper. Going, you know, exercise. Yeah. Get out and get some vitamin D. Um, today it was a little breezy, but it was still really nice outside. Yes. Go for day. a walk. Yeah, really beautiful. Just get out and go for a walk or um, purpose yourself to um, complete a task that you've been putting off, like decluttering. Perfect time. (laughs) Perfect time. You know, perfect time just to get it all out and write a letter to yourself. You know, that's another thing. You know, tell yourself, celebrate your victories, rehearse the victories that you've had with God. You know, re- rehearse those things. And God, I remember when, and, and, you know, two years ago, whatever you did for me, let me just thank you for that. Yes. You know, um, and just honoring yourself and read a book. Mm-hmm. Plenty of things we can read a book, read a positive book. If you have a great TV, a good TV show, you know, watch, watch a TV show. Do mm-hmm. something. Uh, you know, we have the, the word of God that is ever present for us. We have the hard copies. We have the electronic copies. We have the computer. We have all. Yeah. There's no reason that we can't get the word of God. So that should be first and foremost with those other natural things. You know, try a new, try a new recipe. Mm-hmm. You know, try something new at this time. Um, get your mind off what is going on on television or social media because a lot of times what we consider innocent, like, you know, oh, I'm going to scroll through my timeline for a few minutes and then an hour later, you know, we, we're feeling bad because now we're comparing ourselves to someone else. Right. You right. know, just take our, just have a social media fast. That's you good, know, just good. being able to do those things and unplug. Mm-hmm. I unplug 
it's nothing wrong with unplugging and just being able to, to, you really do. Mm -hmm. And I think those things will be very helpful for us. Um, Whether we're single, married, in a relationship, whatever it is, those practical things that we can do each and every day. um, When you, we need to be the voice of positivity when our coworkers are on the group chat now or the, or the zoom meeting now and everybody's saying something negative. No, you be the voice of positive. Yes. You know, you be that ray of light in that. And we can be, we can show people Jesus without beating up, beat them over the head with the Bible. People right. need to see the positivity right now and let us be that positive um, light and ray of sunshine that people, the lighthouse that people need to see. Amen. Glory mm-hmm. to God. So, you know, Hey, we can do this thing. Yes. <laughs> we got yeah. what we need. And so certainly if you're, if you're in that place where you feel like, I, I, you know, you may feel overwhelmed, like uh, Minister Pranity said, you know, even coach, reach out to someone, you know, um, you certainly can reach out to the church and we can give you some resources if you need more professional counseling. I, you know, and, I, and we've had different informational sessions about even how you pick a counselor, not every Christian counselor is a, you know, is all what they cracked out to be, you know? And so I think it's important that you, um, you know, reach out to us, you know, at Mount Gilead through Mind of Christ. Um, and we can give you recommendations of those who we know, um, not to say that, you know, people aren't Christians, but we just don't know. We It's best to get referrals through relationships and, and rapport that we have with people so we can make sure that you don't get worse, that you do get better. You know, so I think that's important. You know, we got a number of things that we're going to be doing at Mount Gilead. We already have started some things. We have, um, you know, we know that people are being challenged financially. We thank God that, you know, God is prospering us and we don't have to fear Um, um, but I, I understand that we need to know how to navigate through this in a practical way. So we're going to have through our economic empowerment ministry, we're going to have some webinars that's going to go on, um, starting April the 9th, um, for the next, um, you know, four weeks, that's going to give you some practical tips on how to navigate this. So I understand some of you may not be able to work at all. Um, and, um, but, I'm here to tell you, God will sustain you. And yes. if you stay in tune to God, he will give you ideas. I, you know, it's that rethink. God yes. will give you a, 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 you know, he'll give you a fresh start, you know? Yes. And so this may be your opportunity because you still have passion in you. You still have purpose in you. It may be your opportunity to start a, a new business. I don't know, but, you know, but I just believe that good is coming out of this if you look for it, you know? And so don't sit moping. And, you know, I, I, I said in a previous podcast, don't you stay in that bed and, and, and yeah. keep your, your blinds shut. No, you open up the blinds every single morning. You get out of that bed, you brush your teeth, you wash your face, you put some clean clothes on and do just yeah. like you would do. Like you getting ready to leave out that house and go somewhere. So do yeah. something about yourself. If you got a place in your, in, in your, um, um, certainly the first thing you should do, like coach said, have your quiet time with God, tap into God. It's not just that quiet time. It's all throughout the day, having yes. those God conscious moments that you are aware of your connection to God and interacting with God. But certainly, you know, you know, get up like you 
you know, you're going somewhere because you are. Yeah. It may not be physically that you can be able to go and drive and do this and do the things that you were normally able to do weeks ago. It's going to come back around. That's, you know, don't fret, mm-hmm. you know, but let's work this moment that we have right now. And that let's not let the enemy, you know, put his foot on our neck. We're going to put our foot on his neck. And oh, we're going to yeah. make sure that we continue to position ourselves to do better, to be better, to think better, to go higher in him. Amen. So Amen. I encourage you in that um, through our podcast, we're going to have some opportunities to address some more specific areas on what you're dealing with in your home. So I'm excited about that, dealing with those who are now like myself, homeschoolers. Hey, you know, we we can add that to our resume now. God is equipping us to do things we had never done before. Maybe things we didn't want to do, but now, hey, we got, we're here now and let's make the most of this opportunity, you know? And so we're also going to give you an opportunity through, through some live sessions to have some Q&A where you may have some questions or, you know, how do I do this? I got this going on. What do I do? You know, so I encourage you in that, you know, um, just on another note, working with your children, make sure that um, you're not just stringing them along during this time. You know, that um, as, you know, Coach Charles talked about interacting with your children, even though they're at different states, ask God for in world, a way to, you know, to talk to them, to see where they are, you know, to make sure that you're not only getting peace, but they have peace too, because they are aware. Don't keep them in the dark. Uh, um, yield before God and ask God to give you the the intellect and the way to express what's going on and how do they navigate through this? Because let me tell you, you know, every round that we go, every uh, hardship that we deal with, every persecution that we deal with, we have the 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 opportunity to be better to be stronger, to be wiser. And we don't want to strip our children of that opportunity. We want to help them know we don't want to inundate them with all the negativity, but we want to give them enough to for them to be aware and to help them navigate with their spirits, with their souls, with their faith, you know, how to deal with this and how to rise above it and how to come out on top and how to come out as a winner where they are. So no matter how young they may be, some of them, you know, they may be too young to even discuss it. I understand that, but there's certainly some, my daughter is 11 and, and, and we have our devotion before we get into our lesson and we, we read the word of God. And I ask her, you know, so tell me, you know, what you're feeling, you know, and she'll express how she's feeling. And then based on the word of God, I help her to get those emotions lined up with the word of God. And it just makes the day go by so much better. So help, you know, those who are in your household to navigate through this thing and help them to come out on top. And so I'm excited about what God is doing. He's working all things out together for the good. Now, what I'm asking you is to allow him to work those things out together for the good. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next time. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.